You are listening to The Happy Gynecologist with your host, Amanda Miles, MD. Hey y'all, welcome back to The Happy Gynecologist, episode number 168. What is trust? (laughs) All right, today y'all, I'm excited to dive in on this topic because I have been thinking about this quite a bit, actually, over the last couple of months. Um, And it's finally kind of hit me how I want to talk about it with you. And I think that, honestly, I had to, I think I had to go through some shit, like last week with my shit show, um, to, uh, to finally wrap my head around how I wanted to think about trust and how I wanted to explain it to you and how I wanted to presented in a way that is real and authentic and in alignment with this work and not in a gaslighting way and in a way that helps. Okay. So, so that's what we're going to talk about today because I think that, you know, with, with, you know, hard times, whenever we go through, you know, trials and tribulations, we go through hard times, we go through adversity. Um, we have to rely on, either the trust of others or the trust of ourselves and, or both, I guess. Um, and I think that we can also, um, have, have trust in like other things, um, whether that's our job, whether that's a relationship, whether that's, you know, trust that the roof over my head will keep me safe, you know, whatever that is, you can have trust in a lot of things. And so I've been kind of thinking about this because like, what is trust? right? (laughs) Is trust like a thing? Is it an action? Is it a feeling? It's a hard thing to really wrap your brain around sometimes, right? And, you know, you look up trust in the dictionary and there's all these different things, you know, um, that that relate to something being dependable, right? Um, And, or, or financial stuff, right? And so like, no, we're not talking about financial stuff. We're talking about, you know, what is trust whenever we're talking about, I can't trust you anymore, or I'm not sure if I can trust the admin and what they're telling me because it's not in writing, or I don't know if I can trust myself to take care of patients after I had this terrible complication, right? Those, that's how we speak of trust. That's how we relate to trust in our day-to-day life, right? Um, I just can't, I just can't trust um, my spouse anymore or whatever, you know, after, after they told me that, um, that they, they had an emotional affair at work, right? You know, those are the types of trust that we value as humans. Um, and that's the type of trust that I hear my clients, you know, in Happy Gynecologist uh, members, right? Happy Gynecologist group members talk about, I don't know if I can trust them, right? Um, and so I feel like we often come up against this, like, moral dilemma where we feel like we can't trust somebody and that's the problem right and it's it's often kind of viewed as the other person has a problem and that's why we can't trust them okay a lot of times we, we kind of think that that the other person has to be trustworthy for us to extend trust to them right and so um I feel like I've talked about this in a webinar or maybe even a previous episode. I, I went back and searched and I couldn't find that I had. So I may be repeating some line somewhere but uh, as we talk about this. But I've really been thinking about it and diving into this deeper. Because how many times have you been 
trustworthy, and yet someone didn't trust you, right? And we see that every day, right? Like patients that we don't know well, um, they don't know yet that they can trust us, and maybe they don't trust us, right? They don't view us as trustworthy yet because they just met us. But that doesn't mean that we aren't trustworthy. So whenever we talk about trust, I want you to really think about how whenever we say trust and trustworthiness, we are often talking about like we are are thinking that some if we say someone's not trustworthy, so I cannot trust them, I cannot extend them more trust, then we're saying that there's something wrong with them. So I can't do this thing where I feel trust towards them or I give them my trust, right? And what that kind of does is kind of it kind of corners us. <laughs> Into, into believing that how we feel is based on other people and not how, you know, we think, right? We know that there is a world out there and our brain interprets it with our thoughts and those thoughts lead to how we feel, okay? Those feelings then lead us to take certain actions, okay? So if someone we say is, is not trustworthy, you know, we're like blaming them for us not feeling like feeling trustful of them, right? Not feeling trust towards them, right? So I, I think it's kind of a, a difficult thing to kind of break down sometimes because it's like, okay, but but I am a trustworthy person um, to my patients, but some people still view me as not trustworthy, right? Because they don't know me, right? And so what I want you to kind of think about, and this is kind of what I've decided maybe, um, is that trust in part is likely it's like it's like how likely you feel you will be burned <laughs> okay so like if you have a little bit of trust you feel like your chances of being burned are high right it's kind of like the bet you place against feeling being burned right like like you're going to go to Vegas you're going to play some roulette and you're going to bet uh you know that you're you're not going to feel negative okay so like if you have a minimal amount of trust, a small amount of trust, you assume that you're going to lose. You're going to be burnt. You're going to feel negative, right? So maybe you only put a dollar down on, on the red, on the roulette, right? And I, I'm speaking of this. I've never played roulette in my life, but, you know, like I know the concept, right? And so like you're saying like, well, I don't trust much, so I'm not going to invest a whole lot in this because I am pessimistic that this will actually work out for me. I don't think it's going to work out for me. So I'm only going to put a dollar into this, right? That, that dollar is like having low trust. It's just one dollar. It's not very much, right? But let's say you have some trust that you're going to win. You're going to do well. Maybe you've had, maybe you've had a few cocktails by now. <laughs> your, your ability to, to believe that may be, may be a little different, right? Um, you decide, well, actually, I think this is going to work out for me. And you're going to, maybe you invest a little bit more in taking that risk, right? You may trust it's going to work out a little bit more, even, even more than you ever thought. So you put $100 on that red uh, for the roulette wheel. You're going to bet that it's going to land on red, right? Saying that, I, I bet $100, I'm good, I'm going to win, right? I bet $100 that I won't lose, that things will actually work out in my favor, that I won't have to feel negatively, I'll actually feel positively, right? 
Or maybe you really trust something, <laughs> like really, really deeply trust something or someone or trust in something, right? And you decide you're going to put $10,000 down on that red because you really know it's going to work out in your favor. It's going to be good. You're going to be all good. You won't have to face the negative feelings of loss or disappointment or shock of losing $10,000 because <laughs> you believe, right? It's, it's like, it's like, how much are you willing to, to like put on that, on that safety? Okay. It's like trust is like a measure of safety. Okay. It is how safe you feel within a relationship with something or someone or some entity. Okay. So I'm going to repeat that again. Trust is a measure of safety. It is how safe you feel that you will not feel badly. <laughs> okay. It's how safe you feel within a relationship uh, with something or someone or some entity. Okay. So that may be a relationship with your job, with your spouse, with a friend, with a coworker, or with yourself. Okay. Or a million other things, right? How safe do you feel that you could put $10,000 on the red and it's all going to go in your favor, right? That's your trust in the process of gambling. <laughs> it's like the bet, the amount that you are willing to say, I believe that this is going to work for me. Okay. And so I think that what happens though, is that in medicine, many of us become very untrusting. We don't want to trust other people or we don't want to trust our job because we've been burned in the past. We learned our lesson. We're not going to do that again, <laughs> right? Right? Maybe you were burnt by your first job, paying you a hundred grand less than your partner. <laughs> I'm sitting here holding up a hand. Yeah. Like you, you learn and, and you have negative feelings and you feel taken advantage of or you feel unsafe whenever you think about it still, Right? Maybe you learned to not trust by going through a divorce. Maybe you learned to not trust by going through a lawsuit, right? Maybe you learned to not trust because you went through a complication and you told yourself that you fucked up so badly that you yourself are no longer trustworthy, okay? And I see this a lot, you know, y'all, we, we beat ourselves up for being too trusting. We, we think that we, we are the fuck ups whenever this happens, right? Like we, we blame ourselves when shit like this goes down and it's because we've been burned in the past. It's because we, we should have learned from that mistake, right? Like that's what we've been taught is that, is that you like don't have another mistake, like a big mistake, right? You learn from that and it never happens again. It's what you're taught in your training, in med school, in residency, whatever. You were taught like in that M&M presentation, whenever you got up there and everybody told you that you were a fuck up, that you caused this, that, that even though we identified it as a systems error level problem, whatever, like, you know, there's all these like things you could classify it as like in your M&M, like, oh, this wasn't, this wasn't a me problem. It was a you know, a systems error, like, and so that's what we need to learn here. No, like you get up there and everybody shames you and tells you you're a fuck up and you learn, I need to never do this again or never make this mistake again, or, you know, that's on me, right? And 
if I do, or if I come close to that, um, then that's a problem. And, you know, maybe I'm not even trustworthy enough to keep doing these types of things, to keep operating, to keep delivering, to keep taking care of people, right? Your brain is on top of you. Like, we're not going through that shit again. So you better, you better, you know, you better just like pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You better straighten up, little missy, right? Like, that's what my brain will tell me. Like, you need to get your shit together, Miles, and you need to figure this out because you can't be doing that again, right? And it'll beat me up. My brain will still do that. I still have to like push the pause and be like, shut up. Like, no, that's bullshit. It's not fair. We're not doing that. I still have to do that, y'all. Okay, I want you to know. <laughs> my brain's still a human brain. I am, I'm telling my brain. I'm, I'm arguing back a lot every day. And I'm doing it in a way that's, that's kind. You know, I'm like, hold up, hold up. No, that's not the loving thing to do for me. Like, we're not, we're not going there anymore, brain. That's bullshit. Stop. Okay, shut it down. And so I want you to notice that. Like, because sometimes we just beat ourselves up for, you know, everything we do, but also for being too trusting, which is also bullshit. Because that's like saying, like, well, damn it, I felt too safe. And now I regret that stupid decision because I felt safe. And then I still have negative emotions and I still ended up suffering with that. Right? Putting yourself out there, operating again, delivering again after a bad complication, um, and then having something else little happen. And your, your brain's like, oh, yep, see, you did it again, right? And so we beat ourselves up for being too trusting sometimes. Um, we'll do that at a, at a second job, third job, fourth job, okay? Be like, yep, see, I, I know I fucked up my contract negotiations the first go round. They paid my partner 100K more than they paid me. And here I am at my other job. They're not paying me enough. They don't value me. They don't even care about me. Here we, do, here we go. I fucked up again, right? Like, no, <laughs> just stop, stop, you know, but we beat ourselves up for being too trusting. And so what I think though, is that in that trust is something we often use as a barrier to opening up to others, to putting ourselves out there, to be being vulnerable, like, nope, can't trust this admin either right? That's dangerous. I know what happened last time, right? So then communication is strained. You don't negotiate for yourself. You don't ask for what you want. (laughs) And guess what? You got round number two of, nope, can't trust them. See, I told you they screwed me over. They aren't giving me what I need, right? They didn't give me a raise. Well, he didn't fucking ask for it, right? Like that's, that's, that's where we get though. Okay. I'm not blaming y'all. I'm not blaming you there that's listening. I'm not blaming me either, but that's what our brains do, right? It knows what happened last time. It doesn't want to, it doesn't want to do that. So it's not going to trust anything, right? Same thing with like complications, right? Like, nope, can't trust myself to operate without complications. So I guess I better just go overthink and rethink and ruminate and question myself and beat myself up instead, right? Because the letdown of trusting myself and then finding out it didn't work out completely in my favor is more painful apparently than all of the overthinking, rethinking, ruminating, questioning myself, beating myself up. (laughs) Right? Is it? (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) Right? To our primitive brain, it is. Because remember what I said, trust is a measure of safety. So to our primitive brain, it really is safer to avoid trusting something, right? And then getting let down. Because it's feeling, it's like the feeling of safe, And then, like, all of a sudden you're not safe versus just, like, meh, 
I'm not going to trust anything to be safe. I'm just out here trying to protect number one by feeling anxiety and ruminating and beating myself up instead, (laughs) right? Here's the thing, like, whether you're only trusting enough to put one down, like, one dollar down on that red spot, or, like, you trust something so deeply that you invest your life into it, the chance of feeling let down or of feeling like you're failing or feeling unsafe, the chance of that is always there. That risk is always there, no matter how much you put down, right? No matter if you put a dollar down or $10,000 down, the risk is always there. And the chance that things will feel unsafe or be unsafe is always there. Because life is always going to be 50% negative emotions, right? It's always balanced. 50% positive, 50% negative. Life's always 50-50. So yeah, like can we make good, safe choices for ourselves? Yes, of course. Can we choose things in our best interest or for personal safety? Yes, of course. (laughs) But I'm talking about like with our relationships and our jobs and most importantly with ourselves, right? Because if you trust yourself, there is no more second guessing. There's no more of that belittling self-talk. Well, there will be, but you'll just shut it down. You'd be like, nope, nope, that's bullshit, Brian, stop. (laughs) Right? And I would love to tell you that there's not going to be any more anxiety, but there's always anxiety. (laughs) It's just a different kind. It's the difference between putting yourself out there and trying something new and growing as a person versus you know, and all the anxiety that comes with that versus the anxiety of not trusting any of the decisions you made today at work or not trusting yourself to make a decision to change your job or change your relationship or change your life or not trusting yourself enough in the OR so that, uh, you know, you're up all night creeping on the epic chart and looking at the vitals and you're questioning everything the nurse is charting and you're questioning everything that could or will happen over the next six weeks or whenever the global period is. And you're just like not sleeping throughout that, right? It's a different type of anxiety, okay? It's, it's like a good anxiety. <laughs> it's the anxiety that comes with growth versus like the dirty pain that we keep ourselves trapped in right? So when trust is built, like what we really mean is like we feel safer with something. Whenever we are building our trust, our trust has been built up. We feel safer with that thing. So we have more trust that we won't be burned, that that we won't feel negatively or we won't feel unsafe, right? So, you know, on that topic, you know what builds trust really quickly? (laughs) Being vulnerable, y'all. Okay, letting down that, that barrier that, that other people may judge you. Letting down that barrier that you are unsafe to interact with other people for fear of judgment. Being vulnerable with other people, being relatable in a down-to-earth way, showing your humanness, like putting yourself out there, showing that you're not a threat, right? Like that's what, that's what builds trust really quickly with other people. It does. And... And in in a sense, with yourself, it does that. In a sense, with other things, like acknowledging that, yeah, my last job, I really, I really hate how that went down. I wish I would have stood up for myself. And just like acknowledging like, this job is different. It's a different place. It's different people. And I want to feel safer here. It's hard to feel safer, but I want to. To do that, I gotta, I gotta acknowledge that you know, my, I'm scared and I don't trust them because I don't feel safe from that last thing. 
but it's a new situation. Can I be safe with them? You know, asking yourself that, right? And so I, I want you to think about it too. You know, if you're, if you're in a new group of people, like say you go to a conference and you're like, it's like one of those conferences, like at tables, right? Like you're like in a little, like a smaller room. It's not like the giant, like stadium auditorium thing, right? You're at tables and someone at your table is like, oh my gosh, guys, I'm gonna have to look up that last speaker's stuff because they are so smart, y'all. I don't know if I took in exactly what they meant, you know, like, wow, they were so smart. You know, if someone turns to you and says that, that person at your table, they're, they're a complete stranger. Because what? They are instantly more likable. They are instantly more trustworthy. They are putting themselves out there to try and connect with another human being. And they are being real with how they felt and not in a way that is like, like praising them, right? Like they're being authentically vulnerable and like, holy crap, y'all, like, that person is super smart and I don't know what they just said, <laughs> right? And so that person is instantly more likable and more trustworthy. Not because they're beating themselves up. They're not. They're just like, holy cow, that sh- that chick was freaking amazing. She's so smart. I don't even know if I took in anything that she just said. I'm going to have to look that up. You know you know what you're not doing whenever this, this stranger is turning to you and telling you this? You are not judging them one one bit. Right, They are putting themselves out there. They are being very vulnerable and saying, that person's smart and I didn't understand a word. Um, Holy cow. And trying to connect with another human being by saying that. And like that, that is, that is like one surefire way for that person to be more trustworthy and more likable. Right? Can you, can you envision that? We've all been in that situation, right? You go out to dinner and, and someone does, says that, you know, someone on the plane next to you says something that just, you're just like, huh, I kind of like you, right? Like, it's just that feeling that we get as a human and it's that connection. And, but that's what we all fear. We all fear like putting ourselves out there or being authentic or being vulnerable. We fear that we will be judged, that it will be unsafe to do that. And so we don't trust other people out there enough to be vulnerable with them. And so we just don't. <laughs> right? We say, well, I can't trust other people, right? <laughs> so what I want you to know, though, as someone who trusts literally thousands of people every week <laughs> with her own vulnerability, uh, pointing to myself with two thumbs right here, this gal, um, I want to I say, like, you can do this too. And I mean, I mean, I don't mean like you can do like a podcast, which I mean, you totally could. But what I mean is <laughs> you could put yourself out there and talk to someone in an authentic way to try it out. Like you you can talk to yourself authentically, vulnerably, right? In a vulnerable way, I guess I should say. You can be like, hey, brain, I, I see what you're doing there. I know you're worried, but guess what? I deserve better than getting beat up every time. Something's not perfect. And I think that we can do better so that we can feel safe more often. So we're going to work together to do better. Okay, you can have that little authentic, vulnerable talk with your brain. It doesn't have to be with another person. But we have to get in the, in the, the practice of being vulnerable or being authentic with someone so that we can allow ourselves to trust other humans again, allow ourselves to trust ourselves again, right? Putting yourself out there to your job, even though the last job you couldn't trust and you, you learned a hard lesson, right? Trust is a measure of safety. So 
how can you how can you nurture that? How can you nurture that feeling of safety? That measure of safety? How can you help it grow? Right? Can you nurture it so it can grow? And so to do that, I think it's important that we all kind of ask ourselves a few questions, okay? So I'm going to kind of get back to our basics. You know me, I like to ask these questions at the end of some of my episodes early on. So so get your pencil out, get ready. I want you to do some journaling on this, okay? Um, and so if you're listening to this in the car, rewind it to this part once you get home or get your, you know, get to a spot where you can write, okay? Do some journaling. I want you to ask, where in your life do you have a hard time giving trust to other people or some entity? Where do you have a hard time giving out trust? And why? Why is that? Are you trustworthy? Of course you are. <laughs> but no, do you see yourself as trustworthy? In that, you know, if the answer is yes, have you, have you ever not been trusted by someone despite being trustworthy? Is it possible that something is trustworthy? And you don't trust it. Why? Right? What comes up for you whenever I ask about how trust and safety are related? Okay? Those are your journal questions. Those are your homework for this week, y'all. I'm giving you homework. (laughs) You guys, you guys, you know, this is a super important topic. And so spend some time. Fill the page. Write, write, write. Okay? See what comes up. Write everything and just don't don't judge what comes out. I want to know, okay? And feel free to reach out to me anytime to talk more about this. Um, and and you know, this is something that we all need to work on. Yours truly included. Like this is something that every single one of us we've had to learn a hard lesson, and then we feel like we can't trust something somewhere in our lives, all of us. Okay. So I want you to ask yourself those questions, spend some time uh, on that journaling, reach out, let me know how it's going. I'd love to hear from you. And otherwise I will see you next week. All right. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can always get more free help from me by going to my website, www.coach-miles.com and clicking on free resources. If this work has helped you and you're interested in learning more about getting out of burnout and up-leveling your life as an OBGYN, definitely check out my six-month coaching program, the Happy Gynecologist Group. You can always get more information on my website, coach-miles.com.